number 11 of the I've Got Nothing podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's hot. It's 85 degrees in my garage. So, too hot. For sure, too hot. So, I had to open up the garage. And so, if you hear birds or my dogs, just know. Had to open up the garage because it's too hot. And there's a cricket in here, and it's driving me crazy already. And I know you can hear just a snippet of it, and it's gonna, it, it's driving me up the wall. I gotta go kill it. Had to get some gulps first. I gotta go kill it really quick. Hold up. Well. Couldn't find it because it's cricket and they shut up as soon as you get close. So I guess we're just going to have to deal with it. I'm going to go crazy. You're going to go crazy. We're going to go crazy together. I don't know. This is how I'm holding my drink now. So I'm tired. Woke up. Woke up tired. I've always had a weird relationship with sleep. I've gotten like really good at sleeping. But when I was younger, I was horrible, horrible at sleeping. I, um, dude, that cricket is going to drive me crazy. Lucky, go kill the cricket. Dude, I'm so pissed. I found the cricket. I freaking snuck over there. I was, I was like, a freaking spy. And I found where the fucking cricket was. Got super close to it. Didn't even know I was there. And I, you know what? I killed it because <clears throat> can't handle it. But as soon as I killed that one, I walked away. And either I didn't kill it or another one popped up and it was giving me hell however i haven't heard another one yet so so i think we're good i think we're good i think i <clears throat> did a little bit of pest control some of you might be opposed to that um but you're not me and i'm not you so, if you're worried about it, let's talk about it. I don't, where was I? I was talking about sleep. Sleep is, um, sleep's weird. You know, when I was a kid, like probably most kids, I was, I had a lot of fear and anxiety and, um, I would not Dude, it's back. There's another one. That one's more faint, so you guys can't really hear it, but I'm just going to have to stay calm. Um, but <clears throat> I used to not sleep. And I would have overwhelming visions of, you know, I, I had to go check on my parents like every, uh, didn't even drink anything carbonated. Um, I would have to go check on my parents every 20 minutes when they were asleep to make sure that they were still breathing, which I knew about the, it's a little glass trick where you put it under their nose. But it was pretty easy with my parents. My dad was always snoring. But I always had overwhelming visions and fears that they were going to die. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Um, and so I wouldn't sleep. I would like stand up and pace. 
like an absolute crazy person. Like if you were to put a camera in my room and then just like put it at like two or four X speed, you would think that I was like being summoned by a demon or something like that. It was, it was, uh, it was rough and it was like, how old was I? I was young, dude. I was probably like five or six. And then it would, it went all the way up until I was probably uh, a seventh grader. So I, you know, I had a lot of sleep to catch up on. So, so now I sleep. I fall asleep so good. I suck at sleeping in, but I fall asleep better than anybody, honestly. I um when I was in like seventh grade, I started listening to the office so that I could <clears throat> fall asleep. And Dude, I I was I've probably watched The Office more than any single person has ever in their entire life. Anyone else? It would I would put that show on every evening to fall asleep. And when I was younger, I would like watch one episode and then crash while the second one was on. And then as I got older, at the second that that show turned on and my head was on a pillow, I was asleep. I mean, it's a matter of seconds before I fell asleep. I did some weird sort of mind trick to myself where if that show is playing and my head is on a pillow, there's no, my eyes are closed. I'm asleep. You know, and now I still, I can do it with any show. I can put on just about any show, put my head on a pillow, and I'm sleeping, which is wonderful. I never have to worry about falling asleep you know sometimes I lay down and I'm like hmm I wonder if I'm gonna fall asleep I wonder how long it's gonna take me to fall asleep tonight right like oh man it's probably gonna take a while I was thinking about some stuff I was worried about life a little bit you know stressed put my head down and I'm waking up I have no idea when I fell asleep, how long it took me to fall asleep, because it was so fast that there was no reason, there was no even comprehending it. I was asleep in a legitimate matter of seconds. And so... Now, I've got like this, I've got a great relationship with sleep. Don't think about anything when I sleep. Sometimes I have cool dreams, but oftentimes there is nothing that I'm thinking about. Dude, I don't know whether I have become OCD or whether I've always been a little bit OCD. I mean, I think everybody has a little bit of OCD. However, I have like a weird opposite reaction to OCD. Like repetition. Repetition makes me feel a little bit insane. Like in a song in life, if someone's just saying something over and over again. Oh, 
my lord. It, like this, the damn cricket. The repetition of that cricket <sighs> takes me away. Takes me away from everything. And, oh, man, that started, oh, that plays, dude, when I was little, little, we lived in Denver from when I was, like, nine months old until I was seven, and um, I had this clock when I lived in Denver, and my mom put it on the wall because she thought it was a cool-ass clock. Dude, the clock, and you couldn't hear it during the day because people were doing shit, and you were talking and walking, but at night, as soon as the lights turned out and everything was quiet... And dude, oh my, that, that sound right there, that's the reason I hate repetition. That alone. Dude, I, I don't know why, but when I was a kid, that scared, I don't know if it scared me, but it just, it showed me how long it was taking for me to fall asleep because I would hear that stupid tick over and over again and then I was like why am I still hearing the tick and I would not fall asleep and then I would go lay outside my parents room because they locked me out because it was too much I was too much I was coming too often you know interesting set of words um But yeah, that tick has got to be. Thinking about it now, that's got to be the reason that repetition freaks me out so much. And those stupid clocks, they still make them today. Why would you make a clock that ticks like that? I mean, no one needs to hear that literal seconds passing. Who, who in their right mind? Especially because that seems like an old thing to do. And like back then, I feel like you had, and I obviously have no idea, but it feels like you would have nothing to do. So you would like read or, which people do now, I guess. I, I need to probably, but that was like their only option, right? Was to read or to uh, build something or plow, plow field. Dude, I know nothing about the past. Um, but if you had that little tick, the the clock with the tick on it wouldn't that just make you realize that you're not doing anything like if you were reading a book and you had a clock that was making those ticking noises you'd be like oh it took me five ticks to read that one word and then you start thinking about how stupid you are at least that's what I would do. Like, God damn it. I have to go back. So I start thinking about the tick and then reading the words, but not actually reading the damn words. And I would be thinking about the tick and I'd have to go back like three pages and realize that I don't remember anything that I just read. Ah, dude, reading is so, so difficult. I don't know how you focus on those stupid words. I wish I was a good reader. I probably should have been reading more when I was younger. I should probably have Lachlan read more. You know, it would be so... It would be really cool to, like, know a lot about, like, the, the past like history or like world issues 
Because then, like, I feel like you would never have things to, like, stop talking about. You could always be like, oh, yeah, the Iran contract. Um, and then just keep going. But I don't, it, I don't even know how you become that person. I guess just reading a lot. But, again, it comes back to reading. Same for history, man. I guess there's probably a lot of stuff like on YouTube now or a podcast that I could listen to. But all of that sounds so dry and boring. Like all I listen to on podcasts or comedy podcasts. And so that's why no one's going to listen to this podcast because no one gives a hell, gives a, gives a damn. A hell gives a hell. Who gives it? I'll give you one hell. Um, But I was listening to this podcast today and this guy, Dave Smith, and he knows so much about just the world, not like how it's made, whatever, but what's happening in it, like what countries are doing what and why they're doing what, doing what, and why they're doing that and what we've done to countries and what other countries have done to other countries. You know, sometimes I listen to things like that and they'll say a country and I'm like, I honestly didn't even really know that that country existed. You know, I heard the name, but like I've heard the name before, but it's not something that I was like, oh yeah, that's a real place. And you know what? I think a lot of people do that. Unless you've been there, it's not real. Which, <laughs> uh, that's so. I'm the center of the universe style thinking. Unless I've been there, it's not real. <laughs> unless, unless I'm gay, being gay is not real. <laughs> That's such a horrible, horrible way of thinking about the world. Um, but yeah, like, dude, I didn't, I didn't think, you know, you hear, you hear about France and Germany and all of these European countries, London, or that's not a country, that's a city, England, and you're like, dude, they're not real. And then I went there, at least that's how I thought, um, and then I went there and I was like, oh, shit. This is happening everywhere. I can't. It's impossible for me to understand how everyone is doing things. Ah, oh, it fucking fucks up my brain. Um, like, even just thinking about my girlfriend in Arizona doing stuff. And then I'm here doing stuff. And I have no idea what she's doing or how she's doing anything. So oftentimes I'm like, what if everybody just pauses until we interact? You know, what if the world is like, and it's it's kind of like the, the Truman Show, if you've seen that. But. I guess that's just like how my head works. It's like a pretty selfish point of view, you know? I mean, I understand, obviously, that everyone else is doing things while I'm doing things without me acknowledging that they're doing things. But it's really difficult to understand that. Because I, I don't, dude. Because you don't see him doing it. I haven't seen the country. I don't know that the country's real yet. And that's the truth. That's how it is. Whether it's 
a selfish point of view or not, until you see the country, you don't fully understand that it's real. You may acknowledge it as a real place. You may understand that there are most likely people there doing things. But it's not... It's not real yet until you go there. To you. To you. That's There's the key. It's not real to you. Real to you and real are two totally different things. Because the real to you is not real. <laughs> Gotta have a better word for that. Um... Dude, my water is sweating. When? Why? I feel like it's never been this hot, ever. I feel like I'm a, a man of... I don't even know what the word is, but... Extremes, probably. I've always been a person of extremes, extreme anger, extreme sadness. Yeah. Dude, I, again, you should probably just go to the actual podcasts any other podcasts than my podcast and listen to what I'm bringing to this podcast. But um, I watched Duncan Trussell on Joe Rogan's podcast and it was a very, it was their 1666 episode. So there was 666, the devil. Um, and uh, Duncan, Duncan. <laughs> Duncan? Dude, what? His name is Duncan, not Duncan. Duncan Trussell, his dude, his ability to think out these crazy scenarios, and I'm, I'm sure it's aided by some sort of druga, you know, some sort of druga, some sort of drug, and they um but if not even if not i mean whatever his ability to think out these scenarios is mind-boggling and it seems like he literally just sits there dude just got a notification dangerously hot temperatures could break records in your area this week i knew it it's never been hotter Never been hotter. The world's coming to an end. <laughs> How selfish is that idea, though? Dude, so much selfish selfishism. Not another word. A word that's not. Again. To think that oh, the world is, like, going to come. Is that selfish? To think that the world's going to come to an end in your lifetime? It seems like it could be a little selfish because you're like, I'm the one that's got to worry about it. Or we're the ones that are going to have to worry about it. And we're going to be the ones that were here when it happened instead of just us being in the dirt. <laughs> seems a little selfish to me. Whatever. I was talking about Duncan Trussell. Duncan Trussell. And um, he came up, he, well, he talked about this idea that really made sense to me. And he's like, everyone is you in a different scenario. 
with different life experiences. Every single person is the same. Is we're all the same person, just with different life experiences. Everyone has been. I guess this is the nurture versus nature side of things. Obviously, there's different physical capabilities, but uh, can't breathe. <clears throat> oh, didn't even drink anything with bubbles in it. Didn't eat anything this morning. Can't breathe. Um, but he was talking about how, like, you see someone on the street, and that could be you. And that's, I mean, that's the best way to look at it. That's the healthiest way to look at it, I think, is be like, that could be me had I gone through all of those scenarios that that person went through. And it's like, it's the nurture versus nature idea. And had I been nurtured in the way someone else was nurtured, I'd probably think exactly like that person had been nurtured or how, how that person thinks, you know? And it gives you the ability to just understand how everyone could get into a situation that they're in and start thinking in the way that they're thinking because they've all gone through these life experiences that have shaped them into their current thinking, you know? So if you're in like a good spot, you better be like thankful for your life experiences. However, however they were, whatever they were, you know, we've all gone through some, at least I, I hope so. You got to go through some tough shit to um, see what you're made of, you know? Everyone's James Bond of their own movie. But this also brings up, like, the idea that like, what you, when you don't like somebody, you often don't like a reflection of yourself in that person. Or you, you don't like a reflection of your insecurities that you see in that person. Right? So if there's someone that's like really, if you're, if you're down in the dirt, dude, you're, you don't have money. You're struggling to get by. And you got to you're like about to be evicted and then you see someone who's just balling out of control you your insecurity is that you don't have money and then that person has what you're insecure about so oftentimes you're going to dislike that person because of those that insecurity good lord <clears throat> fuck what is happening i don't know why you know anyone would listen to this just to hear me gulp some water i suppose because that's what i've been doing the whole time Gotta stay hydrated, especially when it's dangerously hot. You know, heat is something really, really strange because, <clears throat> because there are people that enjoy heat. And... just feels like they're lying 
personally because it doesn't make sense. I don't know how you could honestly enjoy the feeling of moisture slipping off your back. Does not make sense to me. But there are people that honestly enjoy heat and would rather it be hot than it be cold. And I think this is common in the female territory. Now, I don't know. That's an assumption. But it seems like from my little experience as a human that men like it colder more often and women like it hotter. And you have to respect it. But you also have to think, what's wrong with you? In the nicest possible terms, what's wrong with you? Hey, Homer, stop that. Dude, there's so many different people in the world. And we're back again for the third time. Worst podcast ever. Ran out of space on my camera. So had to uh, fix that real quick. <clears throat> I think I was talking about how crazy the, the wild variety of people that there are in the world and how they change based on location. Like even in the U.S., which you think we're relatively similar which we are um and not but dude i went to so first off i went to the united game on um what day was that saturday and sunday saturday yeah saturday and Like, you see New Mexicans, you can, you can tell, you can tell when someone's a New Mexican. And if you've been here long enough, you can, there's like a, yeah, I don't even think you have to be here very long, but you can, you can tell if someone's from New Mexico and if someone's not. And it's very similar if you go anywhere else, I went to Utah a couple weeks ago and Jesus Homer Homer. No. Come here, Homer. Hey, dog's trying to run away. I would too. That's what they're built for running. And um, in Utah, everyone, and this is wild generalization, everyone looks the same. Like to a point where I was very, I couldn't stop looking at it because I was like, does everybody actually look the same here? And the more that I looked at it, the more everybody looked the same. So maybe it's some weird mental bias where I was really finding ways that everybody looked the same. But something that I noticed a lot from people in Utah was they had a very wide jaw and a bit and a rounder face. Like a very broad jaw. And it was women and men all across. 
And it was very obvious to me how similar all these people looked. And it was, ve- it was that was when I started thinking about how how weird it is that like just your geography can change the way that you are as a person. But it, I mean, it makes total sense if you talk to anyone who has semblance of a brain, but like you, your body has to adapt to different conditions, different, like maybe their wider set jaw was because they ate different food in Utah than other places or, I don't know, there was something different in the water. Just gave them a wider jaw, you know? But, like, if you look across the world, it's so obvious that your geography changes the way that you look because of your necessities, because of the climates, and so forth. But it was a very interesting thing to really try and understand how different and individual all these people are, even when they looked the same. You know? And I I have to say, That this is the worst podcast. That has been made. Unfortunately. However, if you don't. Practice something. Then you'll never get good at it. And that's a really good way of justifying being horrible at something. And I'm going to keep doing it. Because I do enjoy this. It helps my sanity a little bit, I think, hopefully. I feel like I can actually think through things in my head a little bit more. And it allows me to be more genuine when it comes to real life. And I also love listening to myself speak, which isn't true, but it's a funny thing to say, maybe. You know, I've always, I haven't always, but I guess maybe, but not like straightforward, but I've always like really enjoyed making people laugh and um, I was always kind of like a, a goofball idiot until I got angry and then I was just like really annoying to be around um, but how why oh my lord um, but as I got older, I, I still, like, loved making people laugh. And that was, like, kind of my MO when I was in, like, groups of people. I would try and make them laugh. However, it wasn't until um, my girlfriend Charlie, like, started talking with me about stand-up comedy. And she was like, you know what? I would really love to be... I would really love to be a stand-up comedian. Because Charlie loves comedy as well. And she's really funny. Um, But it was in that moment when she said that. Where I was like, I want to be a stand-up comedian. You know? And maybe it's something about me. Or about my mentality on life. 
But when oftentimes when people say something like that or like tell me something that they want to do, and if I have the slightest bit of interest in it, I'm like, oh, I want to do that now, you know? And uh, me and Charlie always joke about it because... Like, it wasn't long after that that I told her, I was like, oh, yeah, I would love to do stand-up comedy. And she's like, oh, just trying to steal it from me, right? And, um, yes, but also, I think it was something that I, like, enjoyed doing from the beginning. Making people laugh and then didn't even really think about it being something that you could do. And I had never really, like, watched stand-up comedy I'd never really seen people like in the traditional sense of stand-up comedy, like just stand up there and try and make people laugh. And I, you know, I'd probably be really bad at it, (laughs) but it sounds like something fun. If you could get some people to laugh, that sounds like it would be like a really enjoyable experience. But what I was getting at was my brain operates that way. Like when me and Charlie started dating, um, my GPA shot through the roof. Because Charlie is far smarter than I am. And I had to, I hated getting worse grades than Charlie. So, the amount of time that I put into trying to get better grades was far more than I had put in in my entire school life. Still couldn't get as good of grades. However, my GPA got much better. My grades got much better. And I hated school much more. So, being competitive doesn't always help, you know? I guess it does for uh, if you want to get a good GPA. However, um, the difference in my GPA from when I wasn't dating Charlie to when I was dating Charlie wasn't like the difference between me like failing and me not failing. It was like straight B's to straight A's. So all that to say, my brain has a weird competitive habit where if I see someone wanting to do something and I can, I think that I can do it as well, then that makes me want to do it all that much more. Which you know, again, just comes back to being selfish. Not everything's for you, David. Not everything's for you. Uh, man. When are we going to get out of this mess with uh, Russia, you know? That's my attempt at knowing world po- um, politics, I guess, world relations. But I did hear apparently that Russia is moving troops and such to borders, which super cool. Uh, super cool. Dude, what about these aliens? That's, <clears throat> that's something that I was trying to get on this uh, UFO investigator that was from Albuquerque and I actually got in touch with him and he said he would be willing to come on the podcast. And then, um, I kind of stopped doing the podcast with people for a while. So I'll reach out to him again, maybe, and see if he still wants to. But, um, the fucking, the Pentagon just released that. Well, not just, it was a while back, but that there are unidentified objects 
which does not mean aliens, but what is it? Why is their technology so far superior to ours? Um, man, it's been interesting. And there's a lot of like this talk about aliens and UFOs and all this such. And then I listened to Neil deGrasse Tyson and he was like, why would they be interested in us? What? <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm. Mr. Astrophysicist. What? Dude, you study stars. And their patterns. Why would an alien be interested in... In a civilization? Excuse me, sir, but aren't you a scientist? What are you saying? Trying to dismiss that we haven't had encounters with aliens because they wouldn't be interested in us is probably the stupidest way to dismiss it. Dude, we study ant colonies. We study dirt. What do we not study? Why would an alien race not be interested in us? Is my question. We started out as freaking chimps, so I'm told, and now we have nukes that could blow up the world. Why do you think that they wouldn't be interested in us? We have people that would take a bullet for people and then we also have people that shoot people how confusing is that when he said that I nearly launched my phone across the universe just to hit one of his stars knock it out of alignment give him something to do <clears throat> I mean, to me, really to me, that seems like the one of the most egotistical things that you could say. And maybe, maybe that's not the right word, but it seemed like he didn't know. what the hell was going on, which he doesn't. And he loves to think that he knows more than others. So in a situation where he doesn't know more than others, he has to try and rationalize it with himself. And because he has a boring-ass job, He doesn't understand why people would be interested in humans. Even though he goes on podcasts and thinks that lots of people are going to listen to him talk. Which we do. I did. I listened to him. I listened to the whole thing. Because, just because, even though he said a lot of stupid things in that podcast... I still think that he's a smart guy. He has some interesting insights into the world. And I can separate it. 
And maybe I'm an alien. Maybe I'm interested. Maybe I want to study all of it. You know? Dude, oh my god, I forgot about this. So, two nights ago, I went to the United game, and I went with a friend. (coughs) And I was bringing her back to her car, which we had left at Flying Star, where we ate. And um, when we got there, everything was closed, and her car was the only car in the parking lot. And we were talking about some stuff before she got out and got into her car. And um, this security guard came up. And he comes up to the window. He's like, what are you guys doing here? And I was like, oh, I was just dropping her off at her car. And he was like, all right, well, you, you're not allowed to leave your cars on premises um, after hours. Which I took, <clears throat> which I took is like, you're not allowed to leave your car here and leave. You know, didn't say you guys have to leave right now. So I was like, all right, yeah, sure, cool. Um, we keep talking for a few minutes about, about stuff. And. He's like circling around and just keeps coming back around. And then finally he gets out of his car and he comes walking up. He's like, all right, you guys are going to have to get out of here. I was like, oh, all right. Um, Why? And he's like, you guys aren't allowed to be on the premise after hours. I was like, oh, cool. Um, Probably was a little upset. Probably was a little abrasive. Me being that who was abrasive and he didn't he had one of his headlights out on his uh security security cruiser and i was like so you're gonna get that uh that light fixed on your car why'd you say it Devin? why couldn't you just go and uh So he was like, that's not your problem. I was like, all right, fair. And he's like, all right, you're going to have to go. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he's like, I'm calling the police. Let me take a picture of your license plate. And so he walks behind my car after telling me to leave and takes a picture of my car. And I start backing out while he's behind me. Me and you. Mean you. I don't know. Is that how the phrase? How do you? Whatever. So I start backing out, right? And he's behind me. All I did was put it in reverse and let off the brake. Started rolling. He comes up to the window. After, <clears throat> after casually walking out of the way of my car. And says... You just tried to run me over. And I said, what? He said, you just tried to run me over. (laughs) And at this point I said, do you want me to leave? Or do you want me to stay? Because I'll do whatever you want. And he didn't know what to say. To that. So he was posturing at me, staring into my window and looking at me. And I was just looking at him blank because what is going on? Right? And he. continues to get more angry and he is now on the phone trying to get in contact with the police right and i i said to him i was like what is going on here 
what do you want from me? And he was like, man, you fucking asshole. You tried to run me over. And he's on the phone with the police. And you know, like when people start batting their eyes because they're starting to tear up and their voice gets a little wispy. He started crying. And I asked, are you crying? Which he replied to, no, I'm not, I'm not crying. And I went, oh, shit. This guy's had a bad day. Bad week, bad month, maybe even a year. And so I said, oh, man, I'm sorry. As genuinely as I could. And I said, oh, man, I'm sorry. Are you all right? And he said, fuck you. (laughs) And I said, no, dude, are you okay? Do you want to talk about something? Trying to be genuine. And he again says, no, fuck you, asshole. And I was like, okay, that's not going to work anymore. So we start getting into it. It gets a little heated. We're arguing. I'm like, what is going on here? Why? What were we doing? And he... He then goes to say, what if I came over to your house and was fucking your girlfriend, right? And I said, huh? What does that have to do with anything? He said, It's the same thing. To which I replied, No, it's not the same thing. I'm parked in an empty parking lot at a closed business. There are no signs that say no parking after hours. What you alluded to, not alluded to, said specifically, is not the same as the situation I just described. And he said, it's the principle. Which, you lost me. Whose principle? What principle? How do those relate? Right? He continues I mean, this has been going on for 10 minutes, probably. And he's still on the phone trying to get a hold of the police. And I told him, I said, would you like me to wait here until the police arrive? Because I'll talk with them. I'm, you know what? I'm privileged. I can have a conversation with the police. And you know what's probably going to happen? They're going to say, have a nice night. Right? He seems to think that I was doing something so egregious that I was going to go to jail for 90 days. That's what he told me. He said, you ready to go to jail for 90 days? $500 fine? Any drugs, narcotics, anything in your car, they're going to find that too. To which I replied, 
You're talking to the wrong guy. Lucky, good Lord. And then he also went as far as to say, the owners of this property... Lucky, please, no. Lucky. Jesus. He, Lucky! There's nothing to bark at. God! Lucky! No! God. She's going to do it again. Um, he kept going. And then he was like, the owners of the property are going to file a CTE against you. And if you step foot on this property, you're going to go to jail. And I said, no, they're not going to do that. And I said, all right, have a nice night. <laughs> and he said, I still got your picture. And I said, that's not going to do anything. I was parked in a parking lot. The cops aren't going to do anything. And he said, you don't know that. Yes, they will. And I said, no. No, they won't. And he said it again. He said, yeah, they will. You don't know that they won't. And I said, you don't know that they will. And then I got his security company stuff because he got back in the car and sat down realizing that he had no idea what he was saying. Still on the phone with the police, mind you, 15 minutes after the altercation started, what is his job? And... I was trying to ask him what his name was. Should have asked earlier. Um, and I gave a call to his um, to security company. I said, hey, you guys should probably check in on this guy. I don't know what his name was, but he was here last night. Because he's obviously distraught. He is in a bad place. And he's saying some weird stuff. So you should probably check in on him because this could have gone worse. Which is the truth. Good Lord. took me two hours to film on to record an hour-long podcast okay well that was number 11 and I'm sorry if you made it this far because that was horrible but they'll get better over time so if you're listening stick around like subscribe throw a comment um, comment what you think the security guard's name was because I'm guessing too. I think, um, you know, it could have been like a Christopher or maybe a Jonathan. So that's what you have to work with. 
There's another one for the end, for the road. Take that burp for the road. And uh, we'll see you in the next podcast. Have a good day, night, evening, morning. Goodbye.